0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to yet another episode of That Arsenal Women Podcast. Today, I want to talk about what the players will do when they retire. You wanted an Arsenal Women Podcast? Well, guess what? You got an Arsenal Women Podcast. Let's go. Yes, 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 yes. Retirement. I know that's a... Just a thought that is not cool. Uh, Especially when we love these players, they're such a big part of our lives that we want to see them just forever playing and scoring goals and making beautiful assists and qualifying for World Cups and all that. We love them. We support them. We cherish them while they're playing. And the thought of them retiring, at least for me, that I'm somewhat new to the game, is uh, very nerve-wracking. And I never want them to retire. <laughs> uh, if you're anything like me, and I know you're like me, you constantly worry about the players, their well-being. You worry about their contracts. You worry about their personal lives. You worry about all these things that you might not worry about necessarily with the men's uh, game. And it's one of the reasons why I love the the women's game so very much. There's a much more of a, an emotional attachment to that. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today, but. Before I get to the nitty gritty, I want to give a shout out to everybody that has donated to momsdemandaction.org, which is the leading foundation in the United States of America that helps fight and prevent gun violence, especially school shootings, and they do it through electing the, the sort of gun responsible or responsible gun owning um, politicians Grassroot movement, you name it, they've done it and they have uh, changed the hopefully the history of this country recently. So I'm very, very proud uh, to donate all the time. And if you choose to donate over $20 wherever you are in the world and you send me a screenshot, I will give you a free music lesson on any instrument or a one-on-one music mentoring session. So again, the link is momsdemandaction.org or EverytownUSA. So the reason why I started thinking about this had to do with a little bit of what we spoke about last time, which had to do with Jen Beatty's contract and how fascinating I thought it was that she was entrusted with helping develop not only Academy players on the pitch, but off the pitch as well through strategic partnerships, sponsorship deals, and so on and so forth. And it got me thinking into what players, not only the, the, the very interesting nature of that particular contract, but I was starting to think about what players do and how they could be tied maybe to football when they might want to do something different. You know, these are players that have dedicated their entire lives to the sport. They have battled against men, misogyny, homophobia, you name it. And maybe they want to do something different when they retire. Because they don't earn the same amount of money as other athletes, specifically male athletes, I think it's very hard for them to want to take on other endeavors that aren't related to their area of expertise. So if you are a player and you retire and you are a good communicator, chances are now more than ever that you will be hired by Talk Sport or Sky Sports or ITV or RTE in Ireland or you name it, to be a broadcaster, to be a communicator, to be a commentator, to have a radio show. And there are many, many options out there, potentially. But I also feel like there's some limitations to that because where on the other side, if you are an average footballer earning, you know, millions upon millions of dollars a year, you know, you do have the liberty, obviously I'm talking about men, you have the liberty to basically not work ever, Or to take on any other type of business that you would like, any sort of venture, whether it's investing, car collecting, you could own restaurants, you can own whatever. There's just so many things that you could do with the amount, the obscene amount of money that they earn. And by the way, I'm not saying that they shouldn't be making all this money. That's not what I meant by obscene amount of money. It's just a descriptor. Uh, But I do think that women should be earning more than they currently do. And they will in 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 short term in a short term future, I believe that they're going to do. But in the meantime, you have these contracts that are, I believe, are revolutionary in what Jen Beattie's is going to do. And like I said before, it's like I couldn't imagine a better person to, to, to lead the charge and, and, and basically be the poster woman for this particular type of contract, the Jen Beattie for the club, for people around her, for herself. I think it's very, very, very interesting. And I could definitely see her, by the way with a podcast or a TV show or something that's very, very specific to her, especially having overcome cancer and all these other things. I think she's just like perfectly perfectly chosen for this. this. And uh, she did it herself. Obviously, she put herself in that situation. She put herself available and all stems from the will to help other people, which is absolutely beautiful. Oh my God, this chair squeaking is gonna be the end of me. Anyhow, I do think though that part of what we do now is going to help them in the future. The more we help the players grow their brand, be more of influencers, if that makes any sense, the more we help them sort of build them up and put them up and, you know, contribute with social media, contribute with the brands that they endorse, contribute buying the merch that they're trying to sell and anything and everything having to do with a player's profile, I think it's going to help them in the long run because it's just going to make them I hate to, to use that term, but it's, they're going to make them. It's going to make them more valuable to whomever wants to invest with them in them. Um, however, you want to think about it. I just think it's. I think we do have a, a. I wouldn't say we have a responsibility, but if we claim to love these players the, as much as we do, and we want to pay back all the the beautiful things that they have brought into our lives, I feel it as a bit of a responsibility, yes, or a duty to contribute in the now and not just wait for them to have a business. You know what I'm saying? And I know that's a little bit sort of counterintuitive or I'm saying something that might be a little contradicting, but just hear me out because I this is exactly why I'm doing this, to learn and hopefully you'll reply or you'll interact with me on Twitter or Instagram or whatever and you'll tell me your opinion. I was just told uh, recently on my Arsenal uh, stream the other day, actually it was a uh, Dutch women's... Uh, stream which i'm going to do starting next week because of the euros um somebody told me that jill roard owns a coffee shop in or a cafe i should say in manchester so of course there's no way for all of us that support her and love her and, and, and rate her as a footballer as a person uh there's no way for us to support her there Right, so that sort of in-person support is covered, and I also love the idea that she's doing it while she's a player and not after she retires. Right, but she might be one of a very few amount of players. Right, and you see the the a lot of these players having strategic partnerships with I don't know car companies like I believe Steph Catley works with Mazda or Merel Van Dongen works with uh, Volkswagen or whatever. I'm not saying, okay, go out and buy a Volkswagen or go out and buy a, a, a Mazda or a Tesla or whatever it is that the the players are sort of um, trying to promote. What I'm talking about is more specific things having to do with their their profile as a whole, interacting on social media, attending events, buying their kits, and so on and so forth. And if you have any other ideas, I would love to hear what you have to say because I want to learn, I want to support, and I want to sort of, try to do my part to give them a future when they stop playing football. I also think that players should have the freedom to be whomever they want to be and not just be poster women for a product, for a brand, for a company, whatever. I believe that they should have the freedom and the financial security to do whatever it is that they want to do, whether it's marriage, motherhood, not motherhood, not marriage, to start their own footballing agency, to want to do nothing regarding football and just being completely anti the sport or battling against the sport, for whatever reason, it doesn't matter. I think that they should have the freedom to do so. But freedom, sadly, in this world that we live in, somewhat, it is somewhat synonymous with money. And I think that we're sort of in a turning, uh, we're turning a corner when we're, we're in a transitional period. The growth that I've seen since 2019 till now has been absolutely majestic in every shape or form. And I do worry though that ironically, the amount of money that is needed for the players to earn more and to be freer and to be where they they deserve to be is going to bring the biggest and single most awful thing that could be brought into any area which is toxic masculinity and i'm afraid that that ambition of people that see women as a way for them to make money and by proxy they will make money and have better futures potentially um i'm not necessarily looking forward to that particular um Dynamic, So I'm just very curious to know what you have to say because I feel like I'm very, very short-sighted and biased and I always learn. Now, before I go, I want to say something that's rather serious having to do with the reality of of the country that I live in, which is the United States of America and how it reflects on my allyship and my love for and respect uh, for and support for women. As you might know, the Supreme Court of the United States basically struck down a law that um, allowed women to have abortion, abortions, uh, making it illegal for in many, many states of this nation, which sets precedent to eventually, potentially, sadly, abortion becoming illegal in the whole nation. And I am here not only as a ally to women in the footballing world but a women ally in general in every step of the way in every way possible and i am a firm believer in women having the choice to do whatever it is that they want with their bodies and i am sorry that uh this has uh been such a horrendous piece of news for a lot of us here in this country and elsewhere because america has always been seen maybe self-proclaimed as uh you know the shiny house on top of a hill, or however, whatever metaphor that is, and it's clearly not anymore, and hasn't been for a long time. So, if you are hearing this and you're going through a really tough time, um, if you need education regarding Planned Parenthood and being uh, having a choice to to have an abortion and so on and so forth, please educate yourself. Reach out to people that um, that have that knowledge. I have shared a few sort of resources and they're very, very easy and very accessible. So just know that, um, I'm an ally and I'm not only here to say, you know, wow, Beth Mead is really good at football. I'm here to be uh, as present and, um, supportive as a humanly can, can to any woman specifically, uh, dealing with, with this, um, life changing decision. And, um, you know, I understand how deep that conversation is, and I don't want to bastardize it. or I don't want to minimize it, but I just wanted you know wanted anybody to know as a whole that I not only support women because of uh, what they give me in in a footballing sense with this podcast or the Twitch stream, but definitely as an ally, uh, women in sports, LGBTQ community, and any anybody that that might need it. So I just wanted to say that. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon.